This is the Strip Sack Dullcast. I'm the Huck. And I'm the Fat Man. You guys don't know what you're getting yourselves into? Read the fucking description. Let's get out of Hawk. All right, guys. Just remember, we do our recordings every Friday, every Monday, and every Tuesday. Uh, we're going to have a special recording on Saturday. We'll talk a little bit about that in our next episode. The comments section, like, and subscribe. All right, Monday recap. Vikings 19, Bears 13. Man, I almost called this right down the middle. Uh, Cousins 25 for 36, efficient, two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, in my mind, is the second uh, favorite for the rookie of the year. Eight receptions, 135 yards. What do you got? Oh, yeah, Kurt. Yeah. Cousins was pretty efficient, even though he had an interception. Uh, he definitely looked better than Nick Foles out there. Uh, one thing the Bears did good was they slowed down Dalvin Cook. They kept him around about 3.2 yards of carry. He ran, ran the ball 30 times. He only had 96 yards. I was kind of impressed with that because um, I was expecting Cook to have a big game. I didn't think Chicago was going to stop him. Uh, kind of the sad part is, you know, seeing Nick Foles getting carted off at the end of the game with like a minute and a half left. Uh, he, he looked like he was a hurting puppy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Foles literally threw for 106 yards on 25 attempts. Uh, this team needs a running back. They had a wide receiver the whole time, you know. This team just sucks on offense. I, I, I don't know I don't know what else to say about this team. I mean Well that's kind of the Bears thing, right? I mean when anybody talks about the Bears throughout history, it's never a prolific offense. No. It's it, you know, it's it's a it's a stonewall defense. Yeah, the days of running game for you for a few years. You know, it's about that black and blue football. It's smash mouth. Seen a thing about Jay Cutler being the best quarterback for them? That might be true. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that might be true. It's it's it close. McMahon <laughs> was decent. Uh, Jim Harbaugh played for the Bears. He wasn't too bad when he was there. Grossman for about forty percent of his games was amazing. <laughs> yeah, for about forty percent. Got hey, took him to a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, when you think when you think of the Bears, you think of defense. So I'm not I'm used to them not having an offense. But you gotta have a you gotta have a defense that's like the eighty five Bears defense if you want to win anything. Yeah. All right. I, I guess I guess saying that you shouldn't really I guess I really shouldn't say that because they did have two of the greatest running backs of all time, Gail Sayers Gail Sayers and Walter Payton. Like I said, they, they they're also known for their run game, you know. Yeah. It just sucks that they can't get a quarterback. All right. Power rankings. Um, we're going to start with you first there, Fat Man. So, go ahead. So, just like last week, even though I still got Kansas City on top. You know, you're the champ until you're not. So, Kansas City's staying there. Uh, same with me here. Same as last week. The Steelers are 9-0 and for the first time in their franchise history. Ben Roethlisberger's great. This whole team is great. I, they, might, they might just keep running the table here. They're, they got a soft schedule. They're not going to win. <laughs> Dolphins fan. <laughs> I have the Steelers at number two. Um, and I definitely I, – I could see them putting up a good fight against Kansas City when the playoffs roll around. So, I, I think they're they're more like 1A and 1B than 1 and 2. Yeah, they're both S-tier for sure, though. <laughs> uh, number two for me, I got the Chiefs. You know, they're 8-1. and one. Mahomes, for me, is the front runner. For the MVP race, 2,600 yards, 25 touchdowns, one pick. 
You know, the guy's probably stringing together the three best seasons of all time for any quarterback in any era. The most impressive thing in that statement is one interception. Yeah, and the 25 touchdowns with it. Yeah. So, number three, same as last week, I'm keeping the Saints there. Uh, yeah, Breeze is out, but Sean Payton's still there coaching. We've seen him go 5-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater last year. We'll see how the Jameis Winston experiment works out in the coming weeks. Uh, yeah, for me, the Saints are also number three. I think they solidified that they're the best team in the NFC. Uh, you know, like you said, 5-0 and with Teddy B. Um, my biggest question going forward for this team is, do they give Tyson Hill a chance? Are they just afraid that he might be better than Breeze at this point? Yeah, but I think he's still – even if he is – you still let Breeze finish the year. I don't know if Breeze has another year in him, and you want to see what you got for the future. I, I think honestly, I'm I'm ready to see what he could do. I, I really am. Uh, four is where I put Tampa Bay. Uh, they smashed the Panthers. We're gonna see them get rolling. It, it's we might be talking about them in the number three slot here in a couple weeks. At number four, I put the Green Bay Packers. I know I've been hating on them now for the last four weeks, but reality is that they're seven and two. They're that they have the best record in the NFC tied with the Saints. Um, mostly the reason that they're here is because everybody else lost in this top ten. Yeah, I mean, I still it, it was kind of weird to see them have their hands full with the Jaguars. I, I just think that had something to do with Jake Lutton rejuvenating, you know, giving the franchise a little spark. Maybe. Uh, number five is where I put the Arizona Cardinals. I know it took a Hail Mary to beat Buffalo, but they still beat <coughs> Buffalo. Uh, I think they're the best team in the NFC West right now. I got the Ravens at number five. Uh, it's a tough loss at New England. Um, same issue as Tennessee. We're, we're, we're seeing – how huge losing your tackle is. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't expect the Ravens to fall too much, though. I do believe in Lamar Jackson. You know, once once he becomes eligible with Mahomes, this is one and two best passer rating of all time. This is not bad for a guy that only runs the football. That's why he's, that helps his uh, rating. Not passer rating, only QBR. Oh, yeah, I'm tired. I got the squirty butts. I'm out of it. Uh, number six is where I put Buffalo. You know, they gave Arizona a game. They smashed the shit out of the Seahawks. I hate them. I hope they lose a the game coming up here shortly. But uh, yeah, for now, they're at six. And number six, as much as this pains me to say that I also have the Arizona Cardinals. Um, it took a miracle to win against the Bills, but they do look hot. You know, they got some big wins against some good teams. You know, it's it's tough to put them anywhere. And Kyler Murray's probably second in the race for the MVP right now. Yeah, I could agree with that. Uh, seven's actually where I put Green Bay. They moved up a little bit for me. Like I said, it looks like they had their hands full of Jacksonville. Uh, we know they kind of start to come apart here later in the year so we'll wait and see what happens with them i got the bills next uh 
His teams look bad. We gave him shit for it, but then they've also looked great. I don't think we gave him enough credit for it. Thing is, is they got the Dolphins now nipping at their heels, and uh, pretty excited to see how this team, you know, handles that type of pressure. I'm worried about the fucking Patriots coming up from behind. <laughs> uh, number eight's actually where I put Miami. First time I, first time they made a spot in my top ten. I don't. I don't want to give a. I don't want to give them too much hope, but uh, yeah, I, I can't keep them out of the top. I I can't hold them out of the top ten anymore. I'm getting too excited. Right, your face is starting to get red. You're all like, oh my god, I got the Dolphins. <laughs> to uh, all right. Next for me, I got Tampa Bay. Um, their offense looked a hell of a lot better, and you know, much like you said, I'm feeling that this team will just keep creeping up as the season goes on. I definitely expect this offense to keep you know, keep getting better week in and week out. I know it was against the, the Panthers, but, you know, it's still TB, goat to goat, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. It's just too good. Nine's where I put the Rams. Uh, yeah, they, you know, they beat Seattle. I know it was coming out of bye week, division game, blah, 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 blah. But uh, I think I think the Rams are playing pretty good right now. So they're sitting pretty at nine. Number nine for me, I got the Miami Dolphins. They're six and three for the first time since 2001. They're on a five-game winning streak. They've looked great in all five of their wins on top of that. Um, for me, this, is, this might be the favorite coming out of the division going forward. Look out for those Dolphins. Tua, 3-0 with no interceptions. I, I will I will say this about Tua. Tua is doing a really good job of not making mistakes. Tua, three and zero with no interceptions. You know who else who had that stat? Carson uh, Wentz. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, number ten, I got John Gruden. Uh, I mean the Raiders. <laughs> I got John Gruden. I love him. I love I love him. Give me some Chucky. Uh. Number 10 for me, I got the uh, Los Angeles Rams at 6-3. and three. It was a huge win against the Hawks. Uh, the defense is second best in almost every major category in the NFL. Um, and, you know, that game on Sunday just proves that sometimes having a top-five defense is way more important than having a top-five offense. Did we just make it through a top-10 without Seattle? We made it through the top-10 without Seattle. Wow. And here's here's the thing. What if Seattle wins on Thursday? Then Seattle wins on Thursday. What if Seattle wins on Thursday? The whole division yeah. becomes crazier if Seattle wins. Then I'll put them at 10. I don't, I don't see how it comes any crazier. All three of them are 6-3 and three right now. Yeah, but the reason it becomes crazier is there's two more games for – the Rams and Cardinals to play each other. And if Seattle wins, the Rams would only need to have to win one of those games. They could split with the Cardinals and be okay. So, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely makes it crazier. Doesn't that matter. being said, let's go right to our Thursday pick here, Cardinals at Hawks. I am going to go with the Seahawks because I'm a fucking homer. But regardless of that, uh, Seattle's undefeated at home. I definitely don't think they're going to repeat that offensive performance of last week. I definitely don't think that they are going to 
uh, look that bad in this game. I get Buda Baker, Lance Joseph, they had his number at the second half of the Cardinals game the first time. I don't think it's going to be that way this game. I think that Seattle's going to come out firing. I think that defense is going to be pretty pretty pissed off, and uh, I'm, I'm expecting the Hawks to win by, like, 10 points. I'm taking the Cardinals. Um, just being a homer, just for fun. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. I, the, the guy impresses me. Quick feet, throws the ball well. Um, if Lamar Jackson can throw the ball like Kyler Murray, then I'd like Lamar Jackson probably more than I like Kyler Murray. Uh, that Seahawks defense is fucking terrible. Russ has been playing like shit. That offense looked terrible this week. Taking the Cardinals. You know, they didn't get destroyed by Buffalo. And last time these two teams played, it was a hell of a game. So I'm kind of excited to watch it. I really don't care who wins. It's it's going to be a good game either way. Uh, Thursday night, too. Everybody gets to see it. Um, Amazon, that's another thing. Russell, Russell is huge in prime time. So that's another reason. All right, some BS. Antonio Brown is a fucking smashed the camera. What are your thoughts? I can't wait. I can't wait. I know it's going to be great. Go ahead. So not only did he smash a surveillance camera, he fucking chucked a bike at the guard shack. How fucking retarded are you? What, what could have pissed you off that fucking much to chuck a bike at a guard shack? You're a fucking moron. You just got another chance. This happened a October 15th. So there was already a lot of talk going on about him going to the Bucks, and he's fucking it up before he even gets there. Lucky for his dumb ass that the fucking head of the HOA decided not to press charges. It only would have been a misdemeanor, but you got a, you got a fucking track record here, bud. I, I, I got nothing for you. This is exactly what you said. You called it right down the middle. You know, just, I can't believe that we're seeing another issue with Antonio Brown. Uh, he's a fuck, he's a fucking can't get right. It's crazy to me that he, uh, you know, this happened over a month ago. Allegedly, we don't really know the truth. We don't know. You know, it, it happened over a month ago. He finally played two games. Everything's great. Now this comes up like. Well, the other you know what? Also, I think it is. I think the media just loves talking shit about him too. I think that's but, it too. But the fucked up part is, is that it's coming out now. Like, like we said, it happened over a month ago, and it's just coming out now. That that is kind of fucked up from from the media's perspective. But maybe they just found out about it. And and I'd love to bash the media and say, well, they just love to whoop up on people. But fucking scumbag Michael Vick completely pretty much completely changed the fucking public perception of him because he was a fucking piece of shit for what he did. And I actually kind of enjoy watching Michael Vick now hearing his take when he's on the fucking sports shows talking. So if he could change my mind, because let me tell you when all that shit happened, I want to fucking stab him in the neck with a spoon. Uh, I'll say this, you know, yeah, he did a shitty thing, but you know, look what came of it. You know, right. I don't think anybody does more for, for dogs than he does right now. Right. So. so it's not like, you know, because you fucked up, you can't, you can't not unfuck yourself. You <laughs> yeah. just, you have to be willing to change. You know, like that guy knew he fucked up. He did his time. He, 
and and I said this when he came came back to the NFL. Like he did his time. He has a right to earn a paycheck. If a team wants to take a flyer on him, good for him. Now he, we we probably missed his prime years of what he could have been. That's that's the part that sucked. It's just like we're doing with Antonio Brown right now. But you know the guy changed. He he put forth a lot of effort to to become a better person. Like and he's donated all kinds of money and does public service announcements and shit for the Humane Society. Like he actually turned into a, a decent dude. Like he saw the mistakes he made and he 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 corrected it. He's making amends for it. This fucking douchebag is just going to be a retard the rest of his life. He keeps fucking going this way. I got nothing. Yeah, I still not love an, watching him play. Not an Antonio Brown fan. Yeah, I I'll still watch love him watching him play. I think he's look, phenomenal. Only, but Jesus, the only reason the only reason he he has a fucking job is because he can run fast and catch a football. Uh, all right, moving on. Jordan Howard weighed from the Dolphins. Um, he had two great years with Chicago. Had a bum year with Philadelphia. Had an even more bum year with Miami. And uh, I'm actually thinking that there's a couple teams that could use him. I think that Chicago might need him right now. Yeah, maybe they'll make maybe they'll make a move for him. You know, I he wasn't really doing too much in Miami. Miami really really doesn't have a, a running back. So I was kind of expecting him to to be the, the lead back this year. I know they brought Breda in and they uh you know I was expecting it to be one of those two guys leading the backfield and neither one of them has worked out so far. Jordan Howard, I I don't know how many I had it here. I lost it how many carries he's had this year, but it ain't been shit. Uh so pretty much all he did in Miami was take about three million bucks off him and now he's free. Yeah, I mean, a team that could potentially make a move for him is the Texans. I think the Texans really need a running back. I know that David Johnson, but he's kind of just washed up. You know, just take a shot. The guy's still young, you know. Maybe oh, yeah, it, David, David Johnson, commonly referred to as the chicken sandwich that uh, DeAndre Hopkins was traded for. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? He did only have 28 carries with Miami. But what I'm thinking, though, is – Maybe he has a hard time in certain running schemes. You know, not every running scheme is, you know, as basic as you think it is. It, it, maybe it's some type of zone run scheme that he's just getting confused on. Yeah, it, it's possible. I mean, we've seen I, – we've seen it before where great backs go to – or good backs go to another team, and that's pretty much the end of them. We, we, but we've also seen where decent backs – go to another team and become an all-star, you know, the first person I think of is Marshawn Lynch. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> yeah, not that, he was, not that he wasn't good in Buffalo, but he became a star in Seattle. Yeah, you know, the guy used to give me fits when he was in Buffalo. So, Yeah, it's because you all probably couldn't tackle. That's pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, although uh, I don't know many people that could. Not one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a tackle anybody wanted to make, really, especially this prime. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Texans, Texans could use a back. I mean, hell, I, I know I'm a homer about saying this, but, I mean, hell, I'd, I'd even take him in Seattle, you know, considering Carson's made a glass. You know, Penny's still not back. I'm really high on Penny, and I don't know if I'm ever going to see the fucker play again. But uh, Alex Collins is shit. I'm not too sold on Dallas, you know. I'll take Jordan Howard right now. Seattle has really had shit luck at that running back position since uh, Beast Mode. 
I, I really feel like they dropped the ball on Thomas Rawls, honestly. I mean, he got hurt twice, and then they just kind of, like, gave up on him. You don't run for 200 yards and be shitty. I don't care what anybody says. Well, he's getting hurt all the time. He got hurt twice. I think he just got hurt two times at the wrong time. Yep. All right, that's Uh, all I got. Yeah, I don't don't have any more shit to talk. No? Uh, No, no, I don't think – I don't think I'm going to bash Antonio Brown anymore. I think I'll let him – I think I'll let him have his moments down there. Let him off the hook. Yeah, I'll let yeah, I'll let him be I'll let him be free for now until he fucks up again. Oh yeah. All right, guys. So just like we always tell you, uh head on over. Yeah. Uh, when you're watching us there on the YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe, make sure you hit like, uh head over to our Facebook page, talk some shit. Uh you guys are awfully quiet. You know, I only had about two or three people go ahead and say anything on there. So let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Uh you can you can download this uh, audio too, so you can check it out on Anchor, Spotify, Google, iTunes, anywhere you download your podcast. Uh, download us, jam us in your in your ear holes, and let us get deep inside your brain. You got anything else, Hawk? Nope, I got nothing. Just like, comment, and subscribe. I'm the Hawk, and I'm the Fat Man. See you guys next time.